Oh, hi, and welcome <laughs> to the Just Gaming Things podcast. We're bringing you an all queer perspective on video games, gaming news, and nerdy stuff every Saturday live on twitch.tv slash justgamingtings at 2 p.m. Eastern time. And then usually either Sunday or Monday on mm-hmm. YouTube and all the podcasts. Tuesday things. at the latest. <laughs> Tuesday at the latest. <laughs> welcome in. Welcome to the clowning portion of the podcast today. Here we are. I'm here. I'm here. My name is Finland. I'm a clown. I'm here with my fellow clowns, Coco Jangles. Hello, I'm here. And Ruby. Hi, I'm also here. <laughs> I'm excited to be back. Excited to be back. Yeah, we missed you. Y'all did so iconically last week. I was um, I was like, oh, look at my friends. This is what it's like to watch the podcast. I was like, oh, iconic people being iconic. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm so happy. <laughs> um, actually, before we get into any any news stuff or anything, uh, I actually yeah. did wanna just announce very shortly because some of y'all oh. may clock it on our socials or anything of the sort. Um, but as we're moving forward, some changes are happening within the channel um, as far as people and stuff like that. So uh, Chalora has decided to no longer be a part of Just Gaming Things, which was a completely mutual like respect thing. Like we have nothing against Chalora. In fact, we actually hope to get Chalora on the podcast in the future as a guest. So we're all in good terms with one another another we just wanted to say that because some of y'all may clock it in our description or anything like that and be like what happened is there drama like it like no it's like it's literally fine she's just really busy yeah we're all everyone just has different schedules (laughs) and we're doing like we're almost midway through the year and it's been a while since we started the podcast so we just wanted to kind of address that really quickly and obviously we wish Chalora the best and I know we know that she supports us and our journey as well so nothing but love here nothing but love here um so yeah just wanted to say that (laughs) with that let's get into our first topic um (laughs) oh my god our first topic wow imagine (laughs) Us talking about gaming tings on a podcast about gaming tings. Groundbreaking. Iconic. Iconic, truly. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, I saw I saw this like everywhere when I was like looking at stories for this week. So apparently there's like rumblings that Netflix is gonna have its own gaming division. Mm-hmm. And my first thought on this Basically, like, there's, the rumblings are that they're, like, contacting video game executives, like, they're, like, putting, like, feelers out there, and people are kind of picking up, oh, is Netflix doing gaming stuff? So there's really, like, nothing super, super official on, like, exactly what this means. Like, it could be anything from, like, making games out of Netflix original TV shows, or, like, Something that I thought of was, like, what if they just have, like, Netflix original games and Netflix starts also being a game streaming service? Like, hmm. they're kind of competing with with uh, Xbox in a way. Um, and I thought that was a really interesting thing that we could talk about. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Koga, if you want to go ahead and go, go a little bit deeper into that. 
I'm sure. So, I mean, I'd be okay with it depending on how they would, I mean, how they would do it. I mean, I would hope that it would be a subscription and then, you know, certain games you can play, whether it be their own, maybe they'll contact a few developers and have it put on there. Um, please don't go the Stadia route and charge me full price. Don't do that. That's like my biggest issue with Stadia. Outside of that, it actually works very fine. But I mean, it would make, I think it wouldn't be too much of a surprise to me because they're, they've been around for a long time and been very successful in, um, you know, Netflix and now the new shows and like, like that to the point where now they don't even have a trial. I know that because I tried to use it to watch Castlevania and I couldn't do it. <laughs> well, <So. laughs> um, I, I'm definitely okay with there being, you know, another, you know, company, you know, trying to come in and, you know, create a little bit more options for people who may want to do that because that'll help keep, you know, other streaming services on their toes more so. But I mean, if they did, if they did original games, I'm trying to think of what they would make, and would like would it just be you know something you know small, maybe indie type, or would it just be big, big photorealistic AAA something? Right. But I definitely would be interested in seeing what they do in the future. Yeah, it's yeah. it's interesting for sure. It it almost like my one of my first thoughts was like, oh, Lucas Art and like all of that, because like they are responsible for like all kinds of entertainment really you know like so i could either see this as like them potentially like spin said like giving the rights or working super closely with people to make games about their original like properties um or it could go into the avenue of which like they've done before of like interactive content where it's like almost like an FMV kind of game where like you choose you kind of like it's kind of like a choose your own adventure kind of thing um, with like other people's properties. But like, you know, working alongside Netflix, I know like Minecraft had a thing um, and I there's I think there's others and I can't just think about think of them right now but um i haven't really been super interested in those because like when i want to watch netflix i just want to like just kind of chill and like not have to pick up my mouse and be like oh okay let me stop and make a decision right now like i just want to kind of consume um in in another thing it could be interesting if they just kind of oversaw like like other people's work and they just kind of published it and they just kind of did that while like they hired other people to work on games that are netflix properties i can't really see them doing like completely completely original games i just see them using properties that are already popular on netflix and just turning them into games either way it's interesting to see like a potential new challenger arriving in the in the gaming scene and be like oh what are they going to do are they going to bring any new perspectives are they going to do something interesting are they just gonna go for the the cash grab and potentially bring back all the shovelwares that are have been kind of gone for a little bit? Like, what is it gonna be? Very, very interested in in seeing what what they do. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of. Oh, sorry. <laughs> do you wanna... I was gonna say they could give me Castlevania the animation of the game. Give me that. Ooh. That could be a moment. 
right. that could definitely be a moment i was thinking okay so like i feel like netflix originals are really like known for their queer representation like there were there were and have been and still are like a lot of netflix original shows that are like very queer centric um my like one of my favorite shows of all time sensei which was canceled prematurely netflix how could you right um <laughs> but i was thinking like what if this kind of allows like what if they work with like queer game devs to like make more queer games like more mm -hmm. queer narratives yeah i that was that was the thing that kind of immediately came to mind in the scenario of like them making their own original games i was like what if they make more queer games yes wow. especially because they have so much data that they can pull from of like the shows that resonate with people the movies that resonate with people even anime and stuff like that so it, who knows right 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 it really could be anything um but yeah that was just kind of the thought that i had where it was i was just like like Netflix can kind of get away with more uh -huh. because like they don't have to answer to any sponsors. Like they right. don't have to, like it's pretty much all them. So they can take more risks and they can make more. Um, it's, I mean, it's sad that like making queer content is a risk and like it will yeah. alienate sponsors, but that's just the reality we live in. Yeah. Um, so that, that was kind of my thought, like, Hey, what if they, what if they make some queer games? I'm definitely going to have my eye out. <laughs> A Sense8 game would be so iconic. Oh my god, could you imagine? <laughs> I, I, yes, I could. <laughs> I could, indeed. Yes. Yeah. I, <laughs> Give it to me. I, I want this. I need this. It could, I, it could either be like, a, kind of like an action type game, or it could even be like a telltale type type of moment where like, mm. you make decisions or, you know, Life is Strange. What I mean, it would work with Life is Strange. And we kind of jokingly threw around the idea for the next Life is Strange to be Sense8-like. So I could totally see that happening. It would be really cool. Oh uh, Don't Nod has a history of working in games that kind of take risks as well. So like I could see that being a, a delightful partnership. Um, wink, wink, wonk, nod, nod. Like, hello, hi, work oh. together, do it now. <laughs> now. Like... <laughs> Oh, that would be that would be such an interesting game because like i imagine like different segments of the game you like doing different things like one second it's like an action and you're like doing like a chase scene and like one second you're like putting together like puzzles and like yep. one second you're, <laughs> you're like do like managing your interpersonal relationships like it could be like so much because I love this idea now. I want it. Right? Yeah. Netflix, please. And and they could even pull from the original characters that they, like, from the existing characters that they have, or they could even pull from, a, like, a different group of characters that haven't, yeah. like, been introduced, or maybe from the future, from the past, maybe the original, you know, people are just, it, the possibilities are endless, really. So it, it could be really exciting yeah. to see something like that since i i just thought about it because like koga mentioned castlevania and i was like what was the what would be the game that i would want and yeah do, do you happen to have another answer. one even though i kind of stole sensei from you i know a sensei game would be absolutely incredible uh <laughs> yeah 
That would be fun. I mean, okay. Not necessarily a Netflix original. Mm-hmm. But something that's been on Netflix for a very long time and I don't necessarily see going anywhere is um is Buffy. So what about a Buffy game? Oh. That could be pretty iconic. Yes. <laughs> Without any of the I'm grimy thinking... people associated with it. Yeah, um... definitely. I'm thinking like just like uh like even like a beat 'em up or like a hack and slash kind of style. Yeah. Like that would be so fun. Yes. That would <laughs> yeah. that and would be have, like, that would be iconic. Yes. And you could have like moments where you're just like in the library, like solving mysteries and like to like break up the action. Like I feel like that would be so cool. Yeah. That would be cool. I, I think that would be very interesting. Look at that us. That would be really interesting. Yeah. Pitching video games. Honestly, we've we've given people so many free ideas for games we on have. this podcast. On somebody come work with us, make one of these games a reality. We have so many ideas. Literally, we really do. <laughs> right. Just doing iconically. <laughs> we we can come up with the ideas. We can't do anything else, but we can come up with the ideas. Yes. We can test the game. <laughs> We can do that. Yeah, yeah, we can QA. We can do some QAing. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That, that could be cute. Yeah. Hire us now. Do it now. <laughs> I wonder if they would release it as a like as a console box as well or just Well they Ooh. probably would because that would just make the most sense. But no, probably I guess please. usable for like um the browser or um smart TVs and things mm -hmm. like that. Maybe they would like have yeah. their own app, like Netflix gaming. Maybe. And yeah. it, it would be, like, integrated within, like, existing hardware, like Epic Games or Steam, PlayStation, etc. And they just kind of have, like, an, a, an app of their own or, like, they go the LucasArts direction and they just literally publish the games or, and or, like, mm -hmm. develop the games and just give it to whoever bids the highest or something, like. That could be very interesting. They could be like, hi, this is an Xbox exclusive because they paid us a lot of money. Because <laughs> we're Netflix and we're a company and we want to make money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, my like, kind of concern with this, though, is that, like, I would hope that this wouldn't, like, push other people out of gaming. Like, because... Mm. I mean, gaming is, like, such a big industry anyway, and, like, I don't necessarily see Netflix coming in and taking over, but, like, you know, yeah. like, a lot of people went out of business because of Netflix originally. Mm -hmm. like, like, Blockbuster and things like that. Right, right. So I just wouldn't want it to be, like, vapid in gaming. Um, I don't necessarily see them, like, coming in and immediately taking over, but, like, there is a precedent there, so that would be, like, my only, like, kind of concern. <laughs> Like, I mean, oh it, no. was, it was more so just because it was just way more convenient. And unfortunately, convenience and the price is going to win. And so when it comes to digital, I mean, people don't like this, uh, but it's going to happen one day. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're going to go completely all digital. They yeah. honestly want to. It's just that they all, it's always going to be someone who's not going to want to. And then people are going to run you know, over to that. Because like 
oh god microsoft tried to do that like back in 2013 and that backfired tremendously so it's like they want to they're just trying to like slowly do it to ease more people into it because as like you know the younger people and newer generations come in as it's more of what it is they know they'll be more okay with it so i Mm. mean it so i mean it, i mean it's not that you know blockbuster and whatnot went out of business but i mean hey it was easier to be able to sit right here in my chair and for like what i don't know how much it is a month now it's like 13 or something now and you just get a bunch of movies compared to have to get up go get it hope that it's there yeah bring it back watch right. it and then go take it back i mean that's just the thing it's the same thing with like you know music now it's just that it's more convenient and yeah. like i said as time goes on the young, the younger audience, they're not gonna want to do all that inconvenient shit. Like for what? Right. right. Yeah. Oh. And I mean, Netflix was like a rental service, so it, it, yeah, they right. just adapted. You know, they just adapted with the times. And I, I think I don't think Netflix would necessarily change gaming as as much as gaming is already changing itself because streaming, gaming as far as streaming in different ways is already happening and they're already trying to make it a thing either if you're going with either x cloud or game pass those are like different ways of streaming or you know similar enough to streaming where you don't actually own the games and i was actually thinking about it the other day i was like wow like stuff like you know game pass and playstation now is basically the 2021 equivalent of us renting a video game or having some sort of like you know uh, some sort of card associated with like any particular like company like Blockbuster or anything and like just showing up there and be like oh you can rent a certain amount of movies this month because you paid for a certain amount and I just think it's it's very interesting and maybe I don't know maybe there's I don't I don't think they can standardize that yet because I think gamers are very um, into ownership of their stuff which yeah. is absolutely valid. <laughs> um, but I, I think maybe one day gaming can evolve into a, a place where people don't really care. Like, oh, I don't care that I don't own the game. Like, I just want to play it right now. And then because there's plenty of people who play a game once and never touch it ever again. So I can I can easily see a situation like like Game Pass and PlayStation now becoming the future years down the line where it's like that's all that people care about and i don't know how good that is for the industry because already it's like the the for example the movie industry is suffering because of how much like netflix and like streaming has affected them and like they're developing people who used to develop movies are now developing tv series because those are more profitable mm-hmm. so um i wonder what that would look like for gaming like they would maybe have to pitch to like specific people like oh playstation is gonna like this they're gonna pay more for this to be on their service or whatever and i i wonder what that would look like for individual developers and also for indies like what would that look like would would that that mean that we would need like indie specific services to be a thing um because then there's like a gatekeeping concern like oh if sony and microsoft and nintendo doesn't pick up these indies then nobody's gonna play them so 
Yeah, but I mean, I don't, I don't see that happening anytime soon. But that is definitely something to keep in mind, especially as yeah, like the 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 queen of streaming Netflix is approaching the scene, and they're like, hi. <laughs> so it's definitely something to think about for sure. But we have more drama, yeah. don't we, to talk about on this day? We do. Actually, do you do you want to get into that, Ruby? Oh, I I sure can. I sure can. Um, I guess this isn't drama necessarily um but this has been an interesting week for twitch um and um i say interesting because it's just been a roller coaster so um recently we don't really talk too much about like twitch here because it's more like a, a gaming thing but we figured this was like an important thing to talk about since we're a queer podcast uh earlier this week there was a thing where uh, Twitch was like, let's talk about hot tub streamers. And for people who don't know, and maybe you're not like super into Twitch and you're just into your games, which is super valid, even though we do stream this every week on Twitch. So, you know, check us out sometime. Um, the, the, basically, there's been, a, a, I guess, a, 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 not a resurgence, but uh, hot tub streamers have been on the rise these days. Resurgence of people talking about it. I, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I guess... I guess since like earlier this year, because they made Twitch made a, a change to their like attire policy and stuff like that, in which it says if you can wear a bikini, if you're in a situation where wearing a bikini would be, you know, appropriate contextually. So if you're, you know, swimming, if you're in a bathtub, if you're in a swimming pool, and then of course, smart people were like, hi, I can make money because I'm gorgeous and I can just be in a bathtub and people will pay money for it. So let me do that. And then Gamer Guys TM got annoyed because they were like, oh, the titties, the wet titties are are stealing my views. And so... Boobs. I'm angry about boobs, even though that's all I stare at in my free time. Um... That also might be why it's showing up on your recommended. Which literally, right. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> so Twitch decided to address it. And I was very concerned when I saw a blog post called Let's Talk About Hot Tub Streamers. And I was like, oh, here we go. Twitch is going to say something. And Twitch kind of said like, hey, y'all y'all are being annoying. And one of my favorite parts about the the full blo blog post, which you, you can check out on Twitch's blog uh, posts for updates. Um, they basically, one of my favorite lines was something in, in the, something along the lines of being perceived as sexy isn't against the rules. Like just because like sexual content is against the rules, but being perceived as sexy isn't because if you're not doing an explicit action or if your content isn't explicitly sexual, then just because you find that person hot doesn't mean that they are being sexual or inappropriate. And I I kind of, I was shook. Because I, I, this is not the Twitch that I'm used to. I'm used to Twitch being like, oh, let's change the rules again so that people stop complaining. But they literally were like, no, they're 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 following the rules. But I guess if people are upset, like our advertisers, we can just make a new category. And if they don't want to place their ads on that, then they don't place their ads on that. Which, that's not Twitch's fault. Like advertisers are gonna be like, oh, we don't want to put our ads in there. And Twitch is like, okay, let's 
work something out. So they created the hot tubs and swimming category, which um, was a, a, an okay decision. But then the LGBTQIA plus community was like, hi, we've been asking for a, the trans tag for years now. <laughs> um, where is it? Why are we getting a new category when, like, it would be easier to get a new tag? And so Twitch was like, hi, we were going to wait until Pride because hashtag marketing, hashtag performance, mm-hmm. and we were going to wait until Pride Month to announce that we actually have over 350 new identity tags so first of all iconic finally thank you so much um i i can't really say too much into details but i will say that i know from personal experience that twitch was actually working on a different thing um twitch was had plans to do a a, a whole other thing they were working with a lot of different people trying to get some something going but then as they heard the feedback they were like we should just do this like we should just drop that entire new project and just do the like just add more stuff to the tax system which in my humble opinion i think it's a better way to do it um just like if again if we can have a tag for each of the League of Legends characters, we can have a tag for a lot of different ways that people can identify themselves as. And so I'm happy that Twitch did recognize that um, identity is a part of people's content because their whole thing was like, oh, we didn't want to have tags that were like a part of the person's identity. We wanted tags to reflect the content and that the LGBTQIA plus tag was actually an experiment and we wanted to see how it would resonate with people and it resonated really well and so you would think that they would be like oh that tag resonated really well so let's do more and they did it <laughs> for years and they didn't communicate that they were working on stuff so i can totally understand like from the outside looking in it looks horrible uh but from knowing and from hearing stuff through the the grapevine i it's not as bad like they were really trying to like work on something else but um i'm glad that we finally got somewhere <laughs> but yeah what are y'all's thoughts on on this entire week of like hot tubs and then my favorite was like the fact that who knew that hot tub streamers would inadvertently you know rush the process of us getting new tags like they're allies hello <laughs> Honestly, like, (laughs) I'm so ready for the queer hot tub streamer alliance. Yes. yes. Girlies, get your money. Love that. Also, we have our tags and discoverability. Like, we're working together. We love you. Absolutely. (laughs) Can I just say, um... I completely and fully like support the the girlies who are like, this is a good workaround that I can do for the rules to like still do I, yeah like, <laughs> the kind of content that I want to do and like not be breaking any rules. Like, 
icons icons right like if if thirsty ass men and women and non-binary people are gonna like throw money at you for existing and being perceived as hot then yeah Yeah. absolutely do it (laughs) i love that right and i i think it's um i think it's good that there's gonna be like a special category for it so it's not like just in the just chatting it's a little bit more specific and you can kind of filter like if you want to see that or if you don't want to see that i think that's going to be a positive thing um i i just my my feelings on the whole like identity tag situation are like so complicated because like on the one hand i'm so happy that like we're finally gonna have it and I'm finally going to be able to put the trans tag on my streams and I'll get like other trans people to like be friends and be iconic and I'll find other trans streamers. And I just think it's going to be so great for the trans community on Twitch to just find each, be able to find each other. And like, not only that, like just getting all these new tags. I'm so excited to see the full list. Yeah. Um. Because like, there's, there's so many like different communities on Twitch that are going to be able to find each other now. And I'm, yeah. I'm really excited for that. Um, the thing is, like, the communication definitely could have been better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> to say the least. Um, we shouldn't have been, like... Begging. <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't have <laughs> been, like, having to get, like, up in arms about them making a whole new category and not putting in a tag for us. Yeah. Like we should have known that something was coming, that that something like this was coming, because basically for like as like as long as this whole like thing has been going on, basically has been like we hear you but shut up, like that's been like the takeaway, or like, even just like you, we hear you, and it's like okay, right. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> like. I feel like we would have had, like, even if it took a long time, even if it was like, hey, we're working on something for a lot of different communities, not just the trans community, we're working on a bunch of different tags, then I feel like we would have been like, okay, like, that's going to take a little bit of time, like, we're going to be okay. But to just have, like, complete silence on the issue and just have trans people constantly being like, where's the trans tag? Where's the trans tag? Where's the trans tag? I just don't know why that that why uh, and I don't know why you would want to look bad as a company either right like I think for me like the, the the main thing that kind of annoys me about the whole situation is that like they they just threw the LGBT tag in there because communities used to be a thing where it, it was basically like a tag system but like it was custom made so there were like 300 LGBT communities and you just chose the one that had the most viewers in it or something. And there was a trans community in there and stuff like that. And so they saw that the LGBT community in specific was huge. So they were like, oh, let's do a tag for it and experiment with it. And I I think what, what kind of annoys me about it is that they were like, it's like suddenly it's like, oh, we need to work on a whole new system. We need to do all of these things. And it's like, 
Or if the community is telling you that a tag would be enough, then you would like just do that. And then we can go from there and be like, hey, the tag is like, there's a lot of harassment. What can we do about that? Or like, oh, there's a lot like what other tags do y'all want? I think it I think it would be easier and I think it would be better to just listen. Like the community said they wanted that, like just give them that and then go from there. And like, and that's still a thing, like, like as much as I'm happy that we're getting the tags at the same time, they basically still said like, hey, if there's harassment, here's how you can make your, st your stream safer. And it's like, okay, but you're not introducing any new features really for moderation or you're not like, you know what I mean? Like you're just, again, putting the work on the streamers to protect themselves, which has always been the thing. But you would think that for as much wait as we had to wait for, they would have been like, and here's how it, things are going to be easier or how things are going to be better for y'all. And that's just the thing that they could never guarantee. Like even with like a super like like with a new revamp of like the moderation system and all of these new tools, like people, if they're going to harass uh, any one from any non-cis white community, then they would find a way to do it. So it's impossible for Twitch even to guarantee that there's not going to be any harassment. But so that's why I'm just like, y'all could have just like done the tags and then worked on a new system behind the scenes and then tried that system out and then do all of that. Instead, they just dragged this out for so long for for us to just get what we were going to get, like what we wanted from the beginning anyway. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, that's that's kind of what I have, like mainly my opinions on it, to be honest. Um. For me, it, it, it for me, like I said, for those reasons, it's a mixed bag. It's like it's it's good that it's finally you know coming, but what took so long? And the, like they're also adding it like the um LGBT and the whole thing with the allies, and they're finally fixing that. I'm sorry, you're gonna have a hard time convincing me that that took you two years, to for just to change a word. So it's like, why right. did it take so long? Why did it take? It's like you say you were going to wait until um, Pride Month. I, I hate that marketing bullcrap. I really do. Yeah. Like you could have just did something beforehand, so I, I don't go with that. It, I mean, you, you were able to get this whole hot tub streamer thing taken care of and add that in. Talk about that before things that people were talking about for like the past two years. Because I definitely remember two years ago around this time when there was the big argument within the community about you know the lgbt tag and allies and how people felt about that nothing right and then they don't say anything and silence in this type of situations just aren't good so i mean i'm, I'm happy that it's coming but i can't say i give them a pat on the back for it because it took way too long for this to happen and people were screaming about it for so long and then it's like okay now it's there that's cool but some of this shouldn't take in that long. And communication yeah. is key when you have people upset about certain aspects. So yeah. hopefully in the future, but I don't know. I'm, I'm just being honest. Twitch ain't good about communication. So it's kind of like, okay, we'll just see how this goes. I am glad that they're adding was it, 350 plus new identity tags. I'm curious of what, you know, what those are going to be. And of course, you know, how easier to just make people to find, you know, certain you know streamers that they're looking for because that's what a lot of it is is just they're trying to find whether it be you know someone who's like them maybe even just a type of game that they're looking for a type of playthrough these tags help people find that and find other of course all the people who are like them that they can also identify with 
So it's good that that's coming. Um, just please don't take too long next time. They probably will, but who knows? <laughs> um, as for the whole thing with the hot tub streamers thing, I mean, I I don't care about it personally because I don't watch that. But I think it's good that they at least found a way to make it for people who do want to do that. And that's fine. I don't have an issue with it personally. I know some people do. Y'all got to deal with it. Right. <laughs> Sorry, you got to deal with it. I mean, yeah. I, understand, I, I mean, I understand where some come from and some where they may believe that it may be or how it may affect certain things. But it's like, hey, no one said unless correct me unless you know find somewhere they said this is only for this type of thing so if twitch is allowing it then it's fine for them well i don't know because twitch does allow like people to get harassed and that's not fine but you know things like this it's fine i don't have an issue with it if it bothers you don't watch yeah it's, it's that simple it's the same thing with like any other issue on twitch unless it's something that's really a big issue just go watch someone else not every stream, not every piece of media or just anything has to cater to what it is you want. There's it, there yeah. is out there. So just go there. There's plenty of creators out here who are um doing that. Like ever since COVID became a thing, there's been a lot of creators out there. Stop complaining about hot tub streamers and go find another creator. Find you someone new that you may like. Go f- watch someone who's that you do. There's way more better things to do with your time. They literally have like little tabs at the in 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 the front page where you can like select gaming or just chatting content or music like art and it's like you 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 don't have to watch non-gaming content and it's like if if you're on twitch only for gaming there's so many options for you so uh just gaming things being one like hello hi we're here um, just gaming things hot tub streams yes next week um just kidding oh, uh, <laughs> i could never the bravery behind having electronics and cameras oh my God. and stuff like that within like any proximity next of to water. water no 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 no. i could never the bravery the technical like the technical genius right the effort that that must take like yeah, i did Sometimes I'm even scared of bringing my my waterproof speaker into the shower because I'm like, it's not, it's waterproof, but it's not, you know, invincible. So even that, sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't want to ruin it. So I couldn't even imagine like, like a fucking camera. Yeah. I'm like a a PC. Yeah. And like, what if you need to change your settings or something? Right. 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 What do you do? What, What do you do? What do you even do? <laughs> we need to, you know what we need to do? We need to invite a hot tub streamer onto the podcast yes. and interview them about their process and all How of our concerns. Are you okay? Has <laughs> anything blown up? <laughs> How many explosions have you started? How many electrical fires? <laughs> See if they've started more than me. <laughs> <laughs> Which you've only done it once, so you know if they do it yeah. twice, that's already like a whole accomplishment. If you can call it yeah. that. <laughs> What's the opposite of an accomplishment? Ooh, disappointment? I don't know. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I don't. 
Definitely. I also wanted to kind of touch on them taking out um, the thing about allies from the LGBTQI plus tag. Finally. Um, oh my god. Which one means that they are like keeping the LGBTQI plus tag so that we can like still have that to like bring us all together. Yeah. Um, and also means we can finally stop doing this allies using the tag discourse every two yes. seconds. I, I do, uh, like literally half of like queer streamer Twitter is allies using the the tag discourse. Yeah, like, every other week, and and the conversation <laughs> gets more intense as we get close to Pride, which I always Pride, find very yeah. interesting because then it's like if you're an ally, why do you want to profit off of our culture? Because there aren't yeah. really allies. That's why. Yep. <laughs> that's the one. Yeah, I said it. Because they're not. They'll act like they are. Because, But then all of a sudden, it's Pride Month, and they want a piece of the pie. That's when those people are in there. And the next thing you know, we have a bunch of people who aren't allies. But hey, congratulations. You're getting yourself attacked now. That you're no queer tag. people are going to use, because no queer people are actually looking for allies. We're looking for each other. But okay, at right. least you can have your little badge of honor <laughs> next to your name. That's cute, I guess. Like... I just, like, these are the kind of people that are like, why isn't there a straight parade? <laughs> right. Why Where's straight pride? pride? It's Where... the rest of the year. <laughs> right. It's literally the other 11 months. Have fun. Yeah. Straight. Oh, my God. Uh, but yeah, at least now us queer people have, like, a nice little tag to know who is going to, like, feel like they deserve a gold star for being a decent human being, and we can avoid them. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. There, there, there was an interesting yeah. thing that I, I, I read recently. It's like um, someone who, who was like, uh, I'm, I consider myself an ally and I'm not going to use the tag because the ally tag. This is like literally mm -hmm. like this morning or last night. And they were like, I'm not going to use the tag because you know how I show my allyship through my actions. <laughs> through my actions and i i'm not one to like i'm not the one that has to label myself as an ally other people are the ones that are like oh that person is an ally because they are they do all of this work and they do all of these things like it's not for the person to label themselves as an ally which i thought was a very nice sentiment and i was like wow okay i'm not i mean i'm not gonna give you the attention because you know i don't know if this is performative or not but it's a cute sentiment <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a lot of that, and that's I don't know. It's kind of like I I see. It's, I don't know. It's just sometimes you see people say some things. And I have to look at it as like that's neat, but does you really mean that? Yeah. I don't know. People just really have made me have to like really second guess their intentions, and I hate that it's like that. But after so after so long of you seeing it, it's like I question some of these people. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's not like we're asking you asking a lot. It's just you know, just be a good person. And it's like, like you need, you know, a badge or anything for that just to be that. That's why it just really always blew my mind. This was always such a big issue that yeah. it was just as the people were just asking for it to not be used so that they could find one another. And people argued about that, saying they were allies. Ooh, I, I, I don't know. So hopefully we're getting a bit past that. Yes. Something tells me that something is a brewing, but hopefully not. <laughs> but it's like you got your tag. Just please, I don't know. Just, just Alex, just listen to people when they're saying, you know, saying things like that. And yeah, some are may feel differently, and I'm, I'm not 
I'm not gonna 100% knock some some people who may have a different opinion on it who were part of the community, but at the same time, it's kind of like you know, there was a reason people wanted that. Yeah. It's just they wanted to be able to you know find one another and during that month where they're being celebrated, you know, they wanted that. And I'm not sure what tags to me, but let's say they do tag, you know, let's say that they do do a maybe like a tag for Black History Month. I have no idea if they will. You know, that's just certain, you know, when they're being celebrated or any group being celebrated, you know, don't intrude on that. Don't be trying to step over the line and like, it's not that serious. And it, kind of, it, it just sucks that it, that has to be said so much. Yeah. But. I don't know. I'm just happy that they're not going to be able to be like, it says in the description that allies can also use it. Or now it doesn't. Yeah, that's like... You got your tag. Honestly, I'm I'm happier. It it sounds terrible, but I'm happier about that than like even getting the trans tag, to be honest. I'm just like, oh, they're going to shut up about it. Oh, I'm so happy. And also trans rights. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean like, as a they them you know I can say that um, like of course I'm s- super happy about it but I'm just like oh my god finally we're gonna shut up about this it's been five years of me existing in this platform and it's basically for most of it I've seen this conversation happen so much that I don't even want to engage with it anymore and I'm happy I don't have to <laughs> love that love that oh. just like Put a bow on the ally discussion. If you find yourself speaking over the group that you claim to be an ally of, not listening to the group that you claim to be an ally of, ignoring the wishes of the group that you're supposed to be an ally of, you could maybe maybe question how good of an ally you are. Maybe maybe just maybe. Right. Like who are you who are you talking for then if you're not listening yeah. to the, to the concerns of the community that you're advocating for then who are you actually advocating for? Just something to think about. A question to ask yourself. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, y'all. But yeah, uh Koga, do you want to get into your story? Yes, 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 yes. All right, so <laughs> earlier this week, um, we'll get this pulled back up here. All right, so in fighting games, usually there's a lot of terminologies, and a lot of people don't know what a lot of this means, like ambiguous cross-ups, um, maybe even mix-ups, getting bodied, um, the American reset, the <laughs> things of that nature. Oh, well. So the other day, um, a guy named Infill uh, made a fighting game glossary and this is one of the best things i have ever seen this thing is full of just terms that are used within the fighting game communities or just in fighting games and it explains what they are and a lot of these also have like a youtube video link to it so not only do you know what they mean so you can see it so if you mention someone again we're talking about what an ambiguous cross cross up is there's a video showing you how it is. So now you can see it first in the video rather than experiencing it and being confused because that's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> it really isn't. Um, this is very well made. Um, a few years ago, he also made the Complete Killer Instinct Guide, and that's like one of the best guides for a fighting game I've ever seen. It's just very informative, explains so much in depth to where like if you're playing Killer Instinct, 
you are doing a huge disservice to yourself to not go over that guide. It goes over just so much like of characters, um, explanations of mechanics. So now he's made one for, you know, just definitions. It's like over 650 terms. And right now it has like over 200 video examples for them. Um, those are over at um, glossary.enfil.net. Enfil is I-N-F-I-L. Um, and it's it's up on a website, so it's not like you have to pay or anything. I mean, of course, he does have, you know, a donation page or things like that if you would like. But for me, as a person who's been playing fighting games my, my, about my entire life, been a part of the community for about, what, 12 years now? Um, this is great. It, it's great to see that someone went so far and beyond in a way that just helps anyone who's played these games. Like, that's not something you see every day. And it's very well done. Like, it's better than guides that you, you were bought in like Prima back in the day. It's just really good. Remember, remember guides. Oh my god. I remember. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Oh my god. I this is like one of the things that I just sometimes I love gamers. Like, you know what I mean? Like this is like such a like an iconic thing of like someone who's like so passionate about this specific thing and they created and they took the time to like do such an, a good job and an in-depth thing for other people to enjoy and for free and all that. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, gamers are iconic sometimes. Um, I What I adore is that they have a term of the day. <laughs> like when you go to the website, like you just learn about something. And today's term of the day is trip guard, the ability to cancel the recovery of a jump directly into blocking as long as you didn't attack while you were in the air. Love that, love that. There's, you know, it's more in-depth, but I'm not going to give you a whole essay on it. Uh, but it is more in in detail than than that. And there's a little video accompanying it. Um, I, I just I just think this is so cute. I, I, I adore the, the gaming community sometimes and how passionate they get about the things that they love and, and getting into stuff like that. Like, even... This reminds me of, like, the... Like, Bulbapedia, right? Like, where you see, like everything related to Pokemon exists on there and it's like everything is fan-made and you see like how a Pokemon evolves or how they their leveling up progression is within like literally all the games that they've ever been on and like all of that stuff and like anime references and fun facts and stuff like that like I just love projects like these because I, I just think that they're they're so cool for people who want to get into fandoms for people who are in fandoms to like easily find information that is relevant to them I yeah I'm, I'm super super into it and I'm, I'm that type of person that I love just like f finding out random facts about things that I like as well like oh this is a cute thing that I didn't know it had a name for or like did you know that this character was actually called Rebecca in the original inception of the character and then because of something that happened they named her Jennifer did you know that um, like I, just like random shit like that I'm just like I love I just love stuff like that I love that I just I think it's so cool to see because like generally the perception about gamers is it like it's very like gatekeepy mm -hmm. um and like there are a lot of people who like definitely 
this is like a relatable queer experience like feeling like you can't get into gaming because you're queer like mm. and like i just it's really encouraging to see somebody like making all this information available and accessible for yeah. people who want to get into like the fighting game community and i think it's just it's just so cool to kind of like turn around that kind of perception that like oh i can't get into um uh, like this type of gaming because i'm gay or whatever like i i just that's really encouraging to see like from that perspective i'm not necessarily like somebody who's into the fighting game community but that's just like really encouraging to like see this information be accessible and like open and kind of welcoming people into that community rather yeah. than like being like gatekeeping and like kind of like blocking new people out of of that community i just think that's really encouraging to see yeah for sure that was all my thoughts yeah and, and like even the idea of like that um gamers are lazy and like selfish and aggressive and it's like there's also a lot of good that comes from gaming, like the charity right. stuff that gamers pull together and like projects like these where people are actually basically inviting people that are like, hey, you may have not played fighting games because you don't know any of these terms or like competitively, like a lot of people mm -hmm. have played fighting games just casually, but like maybe you want to get into competitive stuff and you don't know any of the terms. I got you. Here's all the things mm -hmm. that you need to know uh, and you can learn at your own pace and you can do whatever. Um I, 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 yeah, I really like that. I really, really like that. It's really cool to see. Mm hmm Yeah. Uh, do you want to get into our last story for the just headline things portion of the podcast? Let's do it. Who, who wants to get into I, it? I can, I can do this one. Um, I, I saw an interesting article about uh, Psychonauts 2. Now, Psychonauts 2 was announced, like, there was a trailer, like, a while back, and I know a lot of people were, like, super excited about it, because they love Psychonauts 1, and that came out a long time ago, and I was kind of like, ooh, should I, should I get into this series? And I did play a bit of Psychonauts 1. Um, I didn't, like, finish it. It's one of those games that I kind of started and then uh, dropped off a bit, but I would, I would like to finish it. It was nothing against the game itself. I was just, you know, I'm playing a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's like a really fun like platformer with interesting mechanics and i did kind of wonder how the sequel was going to handle like mental health aspects because um it's not as gone into at least in the parts of psychonauts that one that i've played um psychonauts isn't necessarily about mental health but it's more like using that like psych prefix for like psychokinesis and like telepathy like minds like going into people's minds instead of like imply implying anything about someone's mental health mm -hmm. but like definitely um if you're gonna make a game about like going into people's minds and like doing stuff in there it's it's I'm really encouraged that they are definitely thinking about the um the mental health approach to this. And the developer of Psychonauts 2, Double Fine, is um 
working with mental health experts to be able to explore those themes and to be able to um, be able to do things like that without making sure it's not going to like come off as insensitive or like misinforming or anything like that. So I wanted to kind of get y'all's thoughts. Like if either of y'all have played Psychonauts and like what, um, what like concerns, questions, thoughts. I have never played Psychonauts, um, but I've, I've been in a journey, in a self journey of like removing or doing my best at removing ableist terms from my vocabulary so that was like immediately a thing where i i see the name like in uh, up to today's standards i see even the name psychonauts and i'm like oh, okay um kind of you know not kind of not not worried but you know close enough i'm kind of like hmm but um i I, I just think that, and as we talked about with, uh, like, other types of, like, games with, like, for example, um, with Don't Not working with Glad to make Tell Me Why happen, I like that we're moving in a direction where games are, game devs want to talk to specialists as far as, like, getting feedback, and they take the resources that they have, and they easily have access nowadays to talk to someone and be like hey there's so many nonprofits out there they're working with take this which is a mental health organization and so it's very encouraging like you said like that they're doing stuff like that to make sure that someone who plays psychonauts is not going to feel like you know that they're making fun of your mental health or anyone else's mental health that they're not playing off of like outdated tropes or dangerous tropes or tropes that re misrepresent the community and um yeah I, it's just very encouraging very exciting to see that it may be a slow progression but it is happening um as far as like gaming being more for everyone and being more mindful and aware of the audiences playing it because it's not um you know gaming is honestly for everybody and all, you you never know who's behind that controller anymore um and so it's it's really nice to to see to see that they're they're putting in that work and i'm i'm looking forward to seeing how that work reflects onto the final product and even like doing a comparison between psychonauts 1 and 2 and seeing the differences between how they handle certain topics or certain things or storylines even, you know? Um, I've actually never played Psychonauts, though I think the first one is actually on Xbox Game Pass on console and PC right now, so I don't know, that's it, I guess pretty decent timing there. Um, I do think that it is, again, as you all said, good that they are, you know, looking, you know, trying to make sure that they're not, you know, making people who have mental health and you know feel a certain way and you know because a lot of games don't really do that and there has been you know more of a thing lately to where they try to you maybe do that or maybe even at least list a warning or something but it's nice to try to go out to make sure that they have you know the knowledge of what it is that they're talking about and not just thinking okay this is what i think this is and they don't you know deal with that because you're more than likely going you know going to be wrong even if it's you know someone you know 
I think them going out of the way to do this is pretty, it's really good. And, you know, hopefully um, everything else with the game goes well. And so I'm interested to see, you know, how that turns out. Um, might give it a try at some point. I said, I have, I'd have to play the first one, but I'm, again, I have so many games to play, so I couldn't say that I would, but I definitely like to keep an eye on to see, you know, how they handle, you know, this situation. And maybe with that, um, other developers can see, you know, ways, you know, you know, to best handle these things and, you know, things of that nature. Yeah. Yes. Well. I do definitely want to finish the first one and and uh, hopefully get into the second one when I can, because I'm, I'm interested to see how they handle it. Yeah. I mean, we've all mentioned how much we, how many games we have to play, how many things we're doing. So do we want to get into just playing teams what we've been playing over the past week and stuff i can go first because i wasn't here last week so i can kind of get into a little yeah. bit of like what i was what i've been up to um so i recently uh, got back into mobile gaming uh, because through the power of modern technology or or blue stacks um i <laughs> i my, my listen my phone is always running out of storage whenever i have a singular game installed in it because games also is like oh you want to load in a new a new level let's download more stuff into your phone so it, it, it's it's nice that I, I i just kind of remember that it was a thing i was like oh yeah i can totally just play mobile games just on my pc so i've been kind of doing that and getting back into uh final fantasy brave xvs uh, you know, the infamous Final Fantasy mobile game that had Ariana Grande on it. I still have her on my team. Listen, I installed the game for her and I reinstalled the game because they have a Full Metal Alchemist moment right now where you can get all the, um, all the girlies, all, all of the faves, all of the main ones. Um, I still haven't gotten Al, which is very disappointing. Um, the for people who may not be super familiar with Full Metal Alchemist, he's the um, he's the the, the 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 full suit of armor, <laughs> and um, he's iconic. And you can get him. You can get Ed. You can get the um, you can get the two girlies, uh, Hawkeye and uh, Winry. Winry's limit break is so iconic. Like basically, Ed just shows up. She, pisses her off because something broke and she just throws the wrench in his like direction which is usually where the the enemy is at so that's that's funny um and you can play as um like other characters um like the king and roy and a couple of the villains so very 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 fun um they are also adding a final fantasy 9 event right now um which got me like very excited for like a potential remake in the future because like uh as a, like, a little intro to the event they had like a cgi moment with like zidane in like their little airship and i was like oh, wait this would actually be like a really fun remake like what the hell so they're planting the seed uh <laughs> No, it, it, no, I'm I'm excited to get back into it. I have also um, Dissidia Opera Omnia, which is also like a Dissidia Final Fantasy mobile game, and their little tactical game, which I ha don't play too much of, uh, but I just like having those options and every once in a while just diving into them. Um, other than that, I haven't really been doing too, too much. 
uh, as far as like trying out new games or doing new things or anything of the sort. Uh, we've been playing a lot of Fall Guys here on the Just Gaming Things Twitch channel. Me and Spin have been having a lot of fun with that. Um, Final Fantasy Re VII Remake has been a blast. I'm like towards the end of the game now and it's it just continues to be iconic in every single way. Um, so yeah just that's basically it for me as like as far as like what i've been what i've been up to oh i also finally caved in and i got the battle pass for fortnite <laughs> i never thought i was gonna spend money on that game but i leveled yeah. up enough oh, no. where i can i could unlock like two lara croft skins and I saw how many V-Bucks they were going to give me for free. And it wasn't enough for me to buy the season pass. So I was like, let me just buy the fucking battle pass. So I got it. And now I'm Lara Croft. And I finally won a solo match. So, ding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to blame that on Lara, Lara being iconic. Yeah, the power of Lara. Um, they have begun. Yeah, they got me, gals. They got me. <laughs> it's over. It's all downhill from here. Well. <laughs> uh, well yeah what are y'all been playing what what have you been playing koga um this week has been kind of slowish um but i have of course you know dokkan as always always have my dokkan device ready to go yes um um this it's, it's kind of this year for this game has been for global at least has been not great and then we hit here for like the past month because the celebration is still going, which was originally for uh, Golden Week into Goku Day until now. And it's just been really, really good. Um, and then now, so we're getting to where JP has been this whole year, which has been just absolutely like the, the best year for the game so far. So we're finally getting to that. Um, they released a new LR this week because um, they had a Dokkan now, which usually is where they announce these type of things. Um, I do think, and I love I love the glo the global um, Twitter team, but I don't know what these guys have been doing this past month, but they need to get it together because they did another oopsie. Imagine oh, yeah. where you're going to have like the Dokkan now, where you're supposed to announce this, and you and like 30 minutes before the video goes up, you put the information of the new unit that's coming out. Well, um, JP players weren't happy about that, by the way. <laughs> They were mad. They were like, because they wanted to watch that for the surprise, and it got ruined because not everyone's talking about it on Twitter. So I don't know. Yeah. They need to get that in order. But besides that, it's been like a very good month. And from what I've seen on JP, we it's gonna be like all just uphill at least until September, October. So I'm trying to make sure I don't spend no monies. <laughs> We'll we'll, um, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I mean, maybe a little bit because the anniversary is next month. That's usually where they do like discounts and discounts. If it's discounts, then sure, but like not always all the time. I just usually try to save up unless there's like units that come out that are like really good. Like the ones that came out for um, Golden Week were like really good. Not like good as in they're like powerful, but they're good like across the board, multiple events, multiple teams you can put them on. It's like you if they can go on a team, put them there. They're, they'll work somehow they'll work and that's the kind of stuff that okay i'll summon for that because it just helps get things done um outside of that i've been playing yakuza still been going through yakuza words yakuza 4 i don't know how i feel about this one. Oh, <laughs> it's well. not bad it's not bad 
What they did was, is that instead of you playing as Kiryu, you play as not one, not two, but three other characters besides him. So there's four player mm. characters you're playing as, and you play as him last. Um, mm. Some people did like this, because it did change up, you know, the play style and things of that nature. But if you're there just for Kiryu, I'm sorry, he's, he's just there at the end. And from what I've seen thus far... I don't even know if he really even needed to be there. Oh, <laughs> well. like there's other stuff happening. Because he's at this point, he's trying to just be like, um, you know, he's you know, runs an orphanage, so he's just trying to do that thing, and he keeps just getting brought back into stuff. But like you're just playing as other characters that you didn't really know about. Well, one I did because I played Yakuza Zero, so it was cool to you know to play as him, which is um name is Sajima, and then there's another character. At uh, the beginning that you play is, and I can't remember his name. I'm sorry, I'm very bad at remembering Japanese names off the top of my head. But like, I'm now on like the third character, and the one thing that I think is a little bit weird is that you start as one, you level them up, you start as the second one, and then they're like, they're level zero, and you go to oh. them for maybe like a few hours, and then now I'm on this third one, and it's like, I gotta start over with him again. Now, luckily, the gameplay isn't bad. In fact, it's better than three. Like that's what I knocked three for was just it the AI just knew how to block and you had to do like level up so much to get to a point where you can get around that. You luckily don't have to do that in this game. But if you're someone who just likes to stick to one character, then this one, I don't know. And it's not like a they're all in like the same spot. No, they're all in different spots doing different things, and there is a story happening that eventually comes together. I'm not sure how well it's gonna come together, because it's looking a bit all over like it starts where there was a hit in 1985 and then you find out that there was something else behind that but one of the guys who got shot you eventually learn he's still alive and you're like how was that that's because the somehow they changed the dude's gun and it's now rubber bullets so and i guess that just knocks people unconscious or something so the guy who got <laughs> okay. shot eventually gets up and then shoots everybody else and i'm just like hmm what <laughs> what it's 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 kind of like all over but um storyline wise it's not my favorite and I say, it's not a bad game but it's kind of like not sure how i feel about going from the characters aren't all bad except for the one you're playing as the cop he's kind of like whatever which imagine that <laughs> what a concept but, you know <laughs> yeah right just friendly yeah. reminder <laughs> But I think I'm about 15 hours in. And like I said, at least gameplay-wise, it's much better than 3. But I don't, I'm not sure how I feel about going from character to character like that. But I better get used to it because you got to do that in 5 as well. But at least you start with Kiryu on that one rather than last. But that's really been mostly all I've been playing like this week. Week has been a bit slow for me. What you been playing, Ben? I did want to give an update because I know last week we talked about the Fall Guys leak, the source code leak. So I wanted to give an update on that because me and Ruby have been playing Fall Guys. I've been playing a lot of Fall Guys on my own. Um, so far, I have not seen any hackers. Fingers crossed. Yeah. It's been really Nothing good. Yeah. Hopefully that will continue. But so far, I've seen literally no hackers. So good job. There was an update. Uh, so maybe they did some <laughs> yeah they might have yeah. passed it yeah yeah there were like quite a few updates in like the past couple days so that might okay. have been 
yeah. might have been like furiously coding like like <laughs> oh let's fix this that's good right right um but yeah aside from that a lot of my off-stream gaming time has been taken up by grinding on final fantasy 13 uh because i've been i've been doing a playthrough of final fantasy 13 on stream but i've gotten to a point where like basically literally the characters might as well like talk directly to the camera like hi you're gonna have to grind for a while <laughs> at this point like they literally like stop the game and are just like grind here uh, <laughs> basically yeah like it's pretty much spelled right out so i've been i've been grinding for a long time i'm gonna be grinding for a lot longer i've like basically like the way that final fantasy 13 works is that you don't level up your characters you level up your jobs mm -hmm. and i've only maxed out one of the jobs on each character and there's still two more main ones to go and like three more side jobs so i'm gonna be grinding for a while i might do some grinding streams uh <laughs> I might do some cute little streams where i'm just like chatting and grinding um but that's mainly what i've been working on um off stream uh, as far as on stream, I got back into um, Famicom Detective Club: The Missing Air with Lynn Blends. It's been so much fun to do the Lynn Blend streams, and it's just like I just can't wait till I get my full model and I can just exist as her, and like it's gonna be so iconic. Um, but as far as the game itself, like I've had a lot of people ask me, like, "Oh, how is that game? Like, how are you enjoying it?" This game is drama. This game is... <laughs> Who would have thought? A detective game? Dramatic? Yeah. Uh, listen. Okay. So I was expecting to, like, go in, solve a little mystery, be cute. But I'm just, like, I don't know if I necessarily expected to be as into the story as I am. But, like just the amount of like family drama i don't want to get into spoilers but basically like it's like the chairwoman of a company is possibly murdered possibly died of natural causes but definitely probably murdered um on the day she's supposed to announce her will so definitely right. not suspicious at all <laughs> like her her niece and her nephews are all super suspicious um, the maid definitely knows something, but she's terrified out of her wits to say. Possibly she may have come back as a zombie in the last stream. Uh, <laughs> Just casual like, things that happen in this game. <laughs> and now, like, we find out, like, the missing heir of the title of the game, the missing heir. We found out more about that situation last time. And I'm just like, where is this gonna go? I literally have no idea, and I'm so here for it. I'm just like ready to be taken on a roller coaster ride. Just take me away, Famicom Detective Club, <laughs> and just take me on into the story. <laughs> love that. That's love that. What I've been doing. <laughs> That's what I've been doing. Yes, I um, love to see it. And for to be to be clear. You don't have to grind that much in Final Fantasy 13. The thing is, Spin just wants to blow through the game. So I, I just don't want people to get scared and be like, oh my God, Final Fantasy 13 is very grindy. No, it's not. It's just that oh. Spin specifically wants to blow through the game. Wait, call me out. But yeah, it's <laughs> I thought the same thing because I, I played it once same. and I'm like... It, what I didn't think it was that grindy. In fact, I thought I thought the game was kind of bit 
like too easy but i kind of probably because it just went on like to me it was like almost on autopilot i'm like okay i'm gonna choose this set okay something's Mm -hmm. helping choose this set all right let's let's go back and switch over it was just constantly switching and constant poses yeah so i I, i'm like grinding i'm like am i (laughs) did did i maybe did i i don't know it's not necessarily that grindy i just like to be prepared i got overly prepared prepared. let's just say let's say there's a difference between prepared and overly prepared because you'll be prepared if you just don't skip any battles that's like usually the thing with final fantasy games for the most part is like if you don't skip battles you'll be fine like things will be challenging but you will be fine tm modern at least um because we're talking old school games i don't know about that but modern modern, yeah 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 yeah. modern kind of a bit seven onwards yeah seven on ish yeah but (laughs) yeah definitely don't need to do days worth of grinding um to to complete final fantasy 13 i promise i'm just no. Are you gonna do thirteen two afterwards? Um, I don't know if I'm gonna do it right after, but I do have it, so I definitely want to do it at some point. I might break okay. it up though. Yes. No, but that's that was not a call a call out. It was just like you don't have to do it. Don't be scared. There's enough bad rap about thirteen. Spin just wants to prepare. Right. That's all. <laughs> I just wanna I just wanna zoom when I do end up streaming it again. Which, speaking of, what what are you going to stream? What are you going to do? Where can people find you, Spin? Well, <laughs> you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, and TikTok, all at SpinBlend. You can find my shop, Spin Soap Cafe, at SpinSoapCafe.com. Ooh. I'm going to have two new soaps coming first week of June. Yes. Support queer businesses for Pride Month. Um, and always. And always, but like... <laughs> Just put that out there. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm going to have new soaps coming in June. I, I'm i doing, um, this week on my Twitch, I'm going to be doing charity streams all week. I'm going to be doing, hopefully, fingers crossed, like, no health issues. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're going to be raising money for Project Hope uh, to help with the current COVID crisis in India right now. And on Sunday, not tomorrow Sunday, but next week Sunday, we're gonna be do we're gonna be starting a big um, relay, like me and the um, team of streamers that I'm working with to organize this, um, are gonna be doing basically two full days of stream relay. We're all just gonna like go into like raid into each other's streams as like a final push for the charity. Everybody's doing iconically. We're almost at $3,700 as a group. That's amazing. Um, already. And just, I can't say enough good things about Milky Berry, who's organized this. She's iconic. She's been, she's like brought us all together and everybody's doing iconically and I can't wait to do my part. Yeah. Uh, so I'll be starting that on Monday. What time? Uh, oh, 8 p.m. Eastern. There you go. <laughs> I was like, when, where, how? 8 p.m. Eastern for all the streams. Yes. Yeah, Koga. Um, you can find me here and on Twitter at Koga underscore Jangles. Um, I will tomorrow morning be doing um Sega Saturn Sunday. I was gonna do that last week, but um, I just got my COVID shot, and I was, I was, I didn't feel bad. I was just tired and didn't feel like doing nothing. That was about it. 
but so I'll be doing that tomorrow. Um, for this upcoming week, I'm not exactly sure what else what else I'm going to be playing. So it could just be Sound Voltex. That's usually just like, okay, I don't know what I want to play. Play that because that's always a good time. Um, I've considered buying Mass Effect Legendary Edition, but that long games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of long games, and that's like, do I really need three longer games right now? No. Right. I really don't. <laughs> but yeah, but but yeah, should be doing that tomorrow morning. Not sure I'll be. Usually when I do Sega Saturn Sundays, I just pick a few games and just whether I played them or not, or just just pick a few. But so I'm not sure exactly what I'll be playing tomorrow. Maybe I might start it off with a few games that I, I have played that I grew up with. And hopefully I don't spend like in 30 minutes telling a story. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes that can happen. But I love that though. Like like revisiting a game from your like childhood or like from growing up and or just a game that you've played before and being like, this is what I love about this game. It's like I, I've, I love doing like first playthroughs, but I've noticed that some of those streams that I've done just like shown games that I grew up with are like, also just as fulfilling because it's like oh my god this intro song oh my god i love this oh my god this reminds me of something it's just so much fun yeah because it just brings back memories of things back then you know of just you know years ago and for me there's just some to where there's just multiple reasons as to why like like ultimate mortal kombat 3 the sake on sega saturn why that means so why that game was just a lot to me why not like mortal kombat um saturn was my first arcade you know like experience so you had that and just everything that went with that and it's so it's it goes more than just even the gameplay it's just what was happening around that time and why you know why it means you know a lot to me why i love the game so much and could be particularly that version because that's the version that i grew up with at the time i love that i love that and what time i don't know if you said it but what time do you usually Uh, do that those streams for Usually about between nine o'clock and ten o'clock a.m. Central Time. Stay tuned, y'all. Stay tuned. And for like your non-Sunday streams, do you have a another? Do you have a particular time where you do them? Usually, if I do during the week, it's around seven thirty-ish. It varies. Usually, I try to do at least maybe Tuesday or Thursday, but it varies. Um, I haven't I haven't this week because um, my roommates um. I've been doing well with um, mental health lately, so I've just been very attentive to her this past week. So, but this upcoming week, I should be able to um, do at least Tuesday and Thursday, around 7.30 p.m. Central Time. Yes, please go follow them. You can find me at Project Ruby on Twitch, on YouTube, The Project Ruby on TikTok. Um, This week is actually, uh, I'm going to be celebrating five years on Twitch by doing five days of streams. So uh, it's not going to be, you know, I'm not going to stream back to back. It's just, you know, going to stream individually each day for like three to five hours at most it's gonna be great it's gonna be lovely uh but yeah we're gonna do kind of like some things that are kind of like references so for example on monday i'm gonna be playing overwatch because that was the first game that i've ever streamed and then we're gonna get back on tomb raider 3 uh because the tomb raider series was actually the first single player games that i've played on my channel so just like a lot of different things and then we're gonna end off the week with final fantasy 7 remake because that's like basically the latest thing that i that i started so it's kind of like throwback mixed with like what kind of games and 
content kind of describe my channel like throughout the years which I think is kind of like a cute little concept so uh, definitely stay tuned I should start all most of those streams um, at around like 4 p.m. Uh, BST which is 11 a.m. Eastern so stay tuned if you want to like watch someone at work or while you're working from home or you know while you're manager isn't looking or during your lunch break you know i'm i'm that i'm i'm that girl for you you know <laughs> but yeah uh thank you all so 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 much for watching listening all of that fun stuff uh we really appreciate you remember following us on all the social medias at just gaming tings is free so please do that if you're watching or listening on Twitch, on YouTube, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, all of that fun stuff. Please do follow and share with your friends and all that fun stuff. Um, we will definitely be back next week, next Saturday, for another podcast. Um, sometimes we do gaming streams throughout the, the week, depending on availabilities and moods and life and all of that fun stuff and definitely stay tuned for june because we have a lot of fun stuff that and chaotic stuff ahead of us with you know summer of gaming with pride with e3 all of that stuff happening so definitely stay tuned um and yeah have a good week everybody bye <laughs> bye